Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the NXT Dupont. Halloween Havoc preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Hamplett from What Culture's look ahead to NXT 2.0 and Halloween Havoc this evening. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review NXT 2.0, but also Raw, SmackDown, uh, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a video quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Hamlet. No Michael Sidwick, who is still putting the finishing touches to his new AEW book, which you can pre-order right now at whatculture.bigcartel.com. But Hamlet, it's Halloween Havoc tonight, and could this be the best Halloween Havoc ever? <laughs> I mean, that might be a reach, but it does. Uh, this feel this does feel like a bit of a spooky story <laughs> version of our. NXT review because we have come to this Halloween edition dressed as actual previewers, haven't we? Like <laughs> it does for a change, and for the first time, really, in 2.0's short and frantic history, this episode doesn't require silliness. It doesn't require the stuff that we, let's be honest, has become one of the favorite parts of our week, titting around because they've sort of accidentally booked a wrestling show. Feels strange. Yeah, it's a great card with some matches that are kind of hard to call because of the changing status of NXT 2.0. We'll get to the huge NXT championship match between, well, NXT's present and NXT's future. That's probably the nicest way of putting it. Tommaso Ciampa and Braun Breaker. But let's start with the scareway to hell ladder match. <laughs> uh, it is for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships, Io Shirai and Zoe Stark. They're aiming against Toxic Attraction and Indy Hartwell and Persia Perotta. Uh, it's going to be hot and mouth stuff, this. A, because Io Shirai does bonkers stuff like putting a bin on her head and jumping off stuff just as part of her day-to-day work. But also, the triple threat that set this up that got the right to spin the wheel... Involved a pretty horrific looking botch by JC Jane. Yeah. Is this like WWE unintentionally false advertising this match? Because how can this be any scarier than that 50% version of it with less weapons? 
like last week's terrifying. <laughs> like that was the diluted version of this. So Christ knows what they've got planned. Um, right, like in all seriousness here, like we'll, we'll try and keep this a, a genuinely analytical preview here. Um, the what we talked about last week with the botch wasn't the botch, wasn't making light of it, making fun of it, n- none of that stuff. No. What we what we talked about was that a lot of these people are being put in positions or being asked to do things or being suggested maybe to do things that they shouldn't be doing because they're a danger to themselves and others. Wrestlers should be, you um, extenuate the positives, you hide the negatives, and you do what you're capable of safely because it's people's bodies at the mm-hmm. end of the day. And that wasn't on display last week on this quasi-developmental show that NXT 2.0 is now. And yet we're back in the days of late 2019 and everybody's in a terrifying ladder match. Look, it's you would like to think that the um, if there's going to be anything massive, it's going to be one of the gimmick ladders that we see a bit more of now. You know, when bodies go through it, it's pre-cut and all that kind of thing. Um, but there's probably going to be big bumps. Certainly the implication that there has to be. There has to be something incredibly dangerous. But we did get danger from the non-danger match last week. So I just... I It's funny that you mentioned Io Shirai in the bin. I would love it in this match. Um, you know, they're still fighting for these titles and they've got to go 2.0 and get something. And I would love it. I would love it if this went down a more comedic route than a last year's Scareway to Hell, which was awesome. But that was between Candice LeRae and Io Shirai. Yes. Those are two people that I absolutely trust in a very dangerous weapons match for a prestigious title. It would probably be wiser if this skewed fun. Um Yoshirai wears a pumpkin on a head instead of a bin. It does a dive with that or something. Or you lean into the the gimmickry of it, the Halloween side of it. Look, they did a great job with the the spooky stuff last year. You kind of feel like that they're going to... This is like Bruce Pritchard's... The happiest I've heard Bruce Pritchard on Conrad's podcast since he was rehired by WWE and he always just sounds tired and miserable being back under Vince's thumb again. The happiest I've heard him speak is when he spoke recently on a podcast where they reviewed Buried Alive, 1996, in your house, and he was just talking about shooting at the graveyard with mankind in the rain. He loves this bollocks, man. He loves it. You know, he does goo on Raw, so Halloween Havoc should be right up his street. So let this veer into the comedy section rather than something that belongs on a video nasty. Mm. And let's have them all get out in one piece, especially because whether you're doing a title change we would presume if it's, if the titles are going to change hands, they're going to go to toxic attraction because mm-hmm. you're maybe going to potentially get a big visual. But if they're not, they're going to stay with the champions, especially because either way, even in the event of that tag title change, this doesn't feel that big. It's It's got a lot of people in it because it doesn't feel that big. It's got stipulation on it because it doesn't feel that big. The tag belts don't feel like important. Tag championship reign of Shirai and Starks had to take place over this transitional period. So the feuds between them is only half-baked now. The stakes aren't that high. Let's not make the risks that way either. Mm. Who would you think is going to leave with the tag titles then? I will say the champions retain. Shirai does something. Shirai, the one that can be trusted to do something wild, does something wild. Yeah, I am going to not say that, just to keep it interesting. I think we are going to get a big visual with toxic attraction holding all the gold by the end of this evening. And... Well, spoiler alert, a new era in NXT, which may give you a clue where I'm head with some of the other matches. And let's talk uh, about that NXT Women's Championship match alongside that it is, of course, spin the wheel, make the deal. Any guesses as to what type of matches is going to be and, and who leaves as NXT Women's Champion? 
I have to be totally honest with you. I haven't spent long enough staring at this year's wheel to even take a punt on what this might be. I don't know if we've got... I know there was the, the wheel appeared last week, didn't it? So we could get Scareway to hell, but I haven't seen what else is on that wheel. And they have been known to change it too. Um, have you got them there? Got a tweet. Hang on. Hold the, hold the thought there, caller. Ah, oh, bollocks is from last year. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even our wheel. Right. Well, I'll just use last year's for the time being. And then oh, whilst okay. we're discussing, I'll see if I can find it. Boiler Room Brawl. Well, they won't be doing that. Uh, Shotzi's Choice, which I assume would become LA Knight's Choice. Cheers, Tuds. Uh, Weapons that? Wild Might. Trickle Street Fight. What else have we got here? Oh, what's that? Glove on a coal miners, glove on a pole, blindfold yeah. match, casket match, biker chain match, buried alive match. You get the idea. Buried alive. There's my answer. Buried alive. And let me tell you why. Because they can, it's Halloween, so they can easily do a, and we've got a grave right here. But who's been digging the grave, Wilborn? Dakota Kai's been digging a grave, hasn't she? Ah! He's been digging Raquel Gonzalez's grave. It's a way for Mandy Rose to beat Raquel Gonzalez without needing to get pinned. They're fighting over by the grave. Uh, Dakota Kai's, uh, Raquel Gonzalez got her up, ready to do the one-arm choke slam into the grave. And then Dakota Kai appears with a shovel, wraps it across the back, the back of Raquel Gonzalez. She tumbles into the grave. Toxic Attraction come out with a few more shovels, fill it up with dirt. Raquel Gonzalez is buried, new champion, and Dakota Kai is reinvented as uh, the Undertaker, I guess. Uh, ready ready for Diesel, uh, a takeover that's never going to happen. I love that. Yeah, I think it's time to reveal what we all seem to have already worked out, the fact that Dakota Kai is the person with the weird voice in the graveyard. <laughs> what a hell of a way. That would be a great way to set all this up. Yeah. And we've done it. We've done it again. For the dirty pervs. If they do a buried alive match, maybe they go outside and maybe it's raining. So they can, you know, Mandy Rose. It, we all know what they're really doing there. Come on, guys. Let's not dance around the fact here. That, um, thumbnail, that thumbnail's got like six million views the next day. Like every NXT match, 20,000, 20K. Uh, let's stick with the final spin the wheel, make the deal match. And that's for the tag team titles, MSK versus Imperium. My God, do I pray that MSK retain here. Yes, um, I quite enjoyed Imperium last week. They had a hard job on their hands. They kind of had to play babyface in the match against the Creed brothers, and then they were back as heels when MSK came out. There was a, a strange um, Cody Rhodes-esque response to MSK in the 2.0 dome, which still hasn't got a name, so let's just call it that for now. <laughs> um, yeah, they were like they had that dreaded mixed response, so I hope that's kind of going to be addressed this week. This, to me, feels like the... Um, the trick or street fight sort of thing. This is where if you absolutely just want to have some fun with weapons, you do it here. It, it sort of dresses up the any drab elements you're going to get of um, Imperium on heat because it can play as a bit of a tornado match. MSK can do some fun stuff, a bit of spooky stuff, and then MSK retain. Yeah, I've got to suggest that it's got to be an MSK retention for me here and... Yeah, I, I don't see any storyline going forward that has Imperium as the tag champs on this weird, colourful 2.0 brand. It just does not work, does it? Yeah. Um, I like the uh, Trick or Street bright for this as well, because let them brawl all over the place and let MSK jump off everything, basically, isn't it? 
that's it. Yeah. Like use the environment, have some fun with it. It avoids the need for like any portion of the match. Cause the thing is, this is a match heavy show. This is going to be very unlike the, uh, the 2.0s we reviewed so far. where you have got these two minute squashes. This is, I guess the closest 2.0 will get to a takeover, isn't it? You've got two hours with four or five big matches. This is way going to mirror more the format of a takeover than episode of 2.0. So the worry is that the MSK match becomes drab because Imperium get five minutes of heat. Just have it be a brawl around the ring instead. You just cut that out. Mm, indeed. Yeah. Uh, so that's what? Two, two title changes and a retention so far. Is that what we're going with before we get to the main event? Yes. Yes, I like that. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Before we get there, actually, uh, let's talk about something I'm arguably looking forward to, to more than half the title matches on this show, and that is a champion going after his championship, not in the way you might think. Carmelo Hayes is your NXT North American champion, but he's lost the belt because it was stolen from him by Johnny Gargano and his son-in-law, Dexter Loomis, and they've invited Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams to a haunted house Oh my God, this is exciting, Michael Hamflet. Yeah. Um, so last year, we weren't let down by the visuals of Dexter Loomis, the zombie referee this year, like Cameron Grimes going in the house and just being grabbed up by people. Um, and this year, because WWE have completed the pandemic, they don't even need to deal with restrictions. You can just go as wild as you like. I want them to lean in to whatever 
whoever was the creative director or whoever had the instincts. Do you remember the, um, God, this feels like a distant memory. Do you remember the dinner with the Garganos period? <laughs> I remember that era, right? I want like an even more haunted version of that. So you've got like Dexter and Johnny sat down to eat dinner together. But because everything's spooky, it's all Halloween themed food, uh, food. You know, like the, remember the, uh, the cup that Johnny kept in the glass box? Like that's still there, but there's now a ghost dick and balls inside it. <laughs> They've got like hologram technology to have Gargano's cack, like just sort of floating above <laughs> the table. And then right next to that is the belt in a box of its own. And all they've got to do is reclaim the belt and get the hell out of there. But then all of a sudden, a door slams or something like that, you know, and then suddenly Dexter Loomis is just staring at them. And then they swing a punch, but it wasn't Dexter. It, was, it wasn't even my Dexter. It was just <laughs> something like that. Um, and Gargano and Loomis, like the end of all of this ends, right? As all the sort of the cartoon horror type things do with Hayes and Trick just running for their lives down a, a, a curved path that looks like what leads to a, like a haunted house and the Gargano family, Dexter, Indy, Candice there, heavily pregnant, just waving, saying, come back soon. Like an Adam, <laughs> like they don't realize that they're the weird ones. Like, oh, w- what's the problem? I don't know. I guess they just don't like the nighttime. That's not the way. And then they all go back in and like, it turns out that we were the real freaks. I love it. I have no notes. I don't think that can be improved upon. I know we're not playing games predicting a lot of the stuff that's going to happen tonight like we usually do. But yeah, I can't think of things much better than that. It doesn't really Tri- count. Though. Like tonight, I, I like the Trick Williams, uh, Carmelo Hayes, Gargano Loomis stuff in general. I think it's a good combination. And you get Carmelo Hayes and Johnny Gargano as the actual title match. But this is a bit of a free hit week, isn't it? They're not gonna, it's not gonna be massively canon next week, is it? Like Vic Joseph's not like, and after we saw what happened in the haunted house, it's not gonna be high on the agenda in two weeks' time. I do like the idea because there's two of them, it just works so much better, isn't it? That Carmelo Hayes is just, ah, I'm not gonna be, I've got my shades on, I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm really cool as a cucumber, me. And Trick Williams is there, like, yeah, we bowed it, bowed it. And he goes to say we bowed it back. And then Dexter Lewis just comes out of the wall and snatches him up and he's <laughs> suddenly on his own. I just think there's so much potential here. And like you say, with with what they managed to achieve last year, divisive as it was, I think they're gonna, yeah, Johnny Gargano is very much. He's done his art, he's getting his money now, and he's going to take the piss whilst he does it. So I sense that this is going to be more of that sort of thing. And uh, just another string to Dexter Lewis's bow, which yet again, I'm, I'm astonished that in a, a year ago, I was there, like, what the is this? And yet here we are now. And, oh, maybe that'll be tied into, to, oh, I'll tell you what, this pat there as well. What was, what was, yeah, I doing the other week. He was getting into Tinder. Well, he's been told to meet this, this girl of his, and it's it's only at the haunted house, isn't it? And he stumbles in there, and he's like, oh, bloody hell, not this again. I just think there's... Depending on where they put this in the card, could the girl that Cameron Grimes meets ends up being Persia Parotta? <laughs> have, the, have the women wrestle first or something, then she gets there in time. She wants to make it back for tea at the Ways house. And Cameron Grimes has just turned up for a date, completely oblivious. Is this the right address? 
we'll stick with the spooky stuff before we get to that main event uh, because we've got LA Night hosting, which is almost guaranteeing great things to happen. But also a special guest you may have seen all over NXT social media over the last few days. Chucky is due to make some kind of appearance. What do you think special guest Chucky will do? I've already seen a photo of Ikemen Jiro holding a Chucky toy up, and I don't know whether that's his personal one or the start of a story where Ikemen Jiro gets murdered. How? How are we going to differentiate Chucky from the rest of the NXT roster when he is a forced character with someone's hand up his ass? <laughs> are we going to know that's Chucky or anybody else? That's what I want to know. Like, I don't know. Yeah, jacket stuff with... Like, they're going to do what was once deemed to be like a low ebb. This is how far things have gone in this direction. What was once deemed an all-time low ebb in wrestling history when a certain main event is dad was made to look foolish by this puppet. Tonight, this puppet's going to go over about six wrestlers. If not, like, in the ring, he's going to, like, just decimate them in promos, isn't he? That's going to be the whole deal. And LA Knight's going to be the biggest victim of a lot. He's going to be there. He's going to do his full weird rock Miz hybrid thing where he's going to have the sharpest suit that he can get. And he's going to, it's going to be like a, do you know what I think it's going to be? Do you know what I think LA Knight's suit's going to be tonight? Glossy velour David Pumpkins. <laughs> so like a little bit cheesy, but the intent is to be flash and he doesn't realise that it comes across as tacky. And, uh, and I, in the end, Chucky's going to scare him into the into the path. Let's say Jiro, actually, because he's going to have a nice Halloween jacket as well. But into the path of a baby face. He makes a fool of LA Knight and pushes his face into where the apples are bobbing and he gets his jacket wet. <laughs> I, I I said to see you last week and I was the lone, I was the outlier because you were both a bit like, LA Knight is host, this is going to be awesome. And I was like, LA Knight, I think they've given up on him. So I'm kind of the one year of little faith when it comes to LA Knight at this point. I don't think he's it for them now. So I've not, I don't think he can touch what Shotzi Blackheart did in that role last year. She committed to the bit last year. Yes, it is going to be two very different types of hosting. I do like the idea of the Bride of Chucky maybe being there and LA Knight speaking to her and then going, she is doll at the end of it all. <laughs> Good, I like that. But my pitch is, yes, having murdered the lower card people, maybe Andre Chase gets uh, his jumper caught and he can't get away from Chucky and Nicomanjiro, like you say, says, oh, I've got this new jacket. And Chucky says, oh, it looked a bit better with a bit of red on it, stabs him up or something, right? But there's only one character he can't get the better of who uh, ends up sending Chucky to... Uh, Sleep with the fishers. There's Tony the Angelo, baby. I was just going to say, as you were talking about Chucky literally murdering half of the undercard, Chucky is just working his way through some mid-carder, stabbing them to death. And then he turns around and he's like, you, you only see Chucky's face. You say, uh, you didn't see nothing. Camera turns around. I didn't see nothing. And then he just walks out. The perfect person to catch him the act. Is Tony yeah. D'Angelo. It's a little bit of the top. Like little Chucky's puppet hand produces a $100 bill and Tony D'Angelo just takes it. Guess <laughs> I'm gonna have to forget about it. <laughs> there we go. 
Right, let's conclude by talking about that epic main event. A massive... <laughs> ridiculous. Like, anyway, from Chucky, we move to the most <laughs> biggest and best thing NXT's done so far in this era. Tommaso Ciampa, Bron Breaker, NXT Championship on the line. Is tonight, Michael Hanford, the day that Bron Breaker becomes NXT Champion? I, real, like, straight faces. Come on, let's all, do, let's all do our best right now because I don't know. Genuinely, I oh. think this build legitimately impressive. They absolutely could go with Bron Breaker. The way in which he has leveled up to what felt initially like just the most bizarre of pushes. Um, he was one of several names that we didn't know existed on NXT 2.0's night one. And then they just decided that he would be the guy. He would be this guy that gets this shot that feels a level above your Von Wagner's and your Tony D'Angelo's and your toxic attractions and all these acts that we're supposed to have known for like five years or something. He's the one that we were led to receive as being the, the biggest and the best of the lot. And they've achieved it. Yeah. This is seventh, maybe eighth week of this show. So this is, and let's say it's eight weeks. I actually think it might be less, but let's say this is eight weeks. This is like an eight week rocket strapper. You don't get this level of commitment on raw SmackDown to a guy's push. It doesn't feel, I'm not going to make the Brock Lesnar 2002 comparison, but I can't draw off the top of my head of a time where they've just gone with a guy to such an extent and it feel wholly like zero to hero. It's carrying cross doesn't even count as this because he came in with a bit of buzz and with a bit mm. of press with some video packages. Braun Breaker, for all we knew, did not exist. <laughs> and then it, 2.0 happens. And it's like, oh, by the way, Rick Steinerson's here and he's jacked. What? <laughs> Okay, right, fine. Well, I guess, I guess that's what's happening now then. And they've done it, like a, a legitimate achievement that we're even questioning that he could do this, and he very well might. They might want to kick off the era mm. now, formally, like this. Whatever we've seen for the last six, seven weeks was the uh, the beginning of the genesis of McGillicuddy, and, <laughs> and now is the start proper with Braun Breaker. Or alternatively, Champa gets it done. He creeps over the line as champion. He continues to help establish this new version of NXT and Breaker has this near miss and it's his first setback and he's got to just drop down ever so slightly and, and find himself a little bit and he gets another shot at Champa down the road and he beats him the second time around or Champa beats him and then Breaker turns mm. and we get the, the nasty edge of Breaker coming out. Like what we've seen bubbling under that is just presented as jock frat energy is now manifesting as a very nasty person that takes his anger out on all the, the smaller guys and has a rematch with Champa down the road where he wins second time because he's he's found his focus and he's found his fire. So, so tough to call. On the spot, I say the crown Bron Breaker tonight as a babyface champion. I agree. Uh, I said at the beginning, I think this is going to be a sea change for uh, NXT and WWE uh, tonight. I think we're going to get new tag champs, new Female world champion uh, with that toxic attraction visual holding all the gold. And I think they're going to put the title on Bron Breaker. I've got no idea what happens to Tommaso Ciampa, apart from probably making everyone look good on the way out in two-minute squashes or something. But I think this is it. I think this is going to be one of those moments in time where they're going to turn around and say, look, this was the night that everything changed for NXT 2.0. And this was, you know, the sea change that we've hinted about. And, you know, it looked different. And now it visually looks different when, it, when, it, when you look at who's got the championships as well. Um, I think it's going to happen. I think it's like you say, though, whatever happens, 
fascinating to see what they do with this, whether you turn Brombreaker heel, like you say, whether he, you know, sort of mimics the bloody Hangman Page storyline, the, the crisis of confidence or whatever you want to call that. I don't know, but I will not be able to take my eyes off this. I can't wait for Halloween Havoc tonight. Let us know your thoughts ahead of the show on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, watch that. You can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at... Michael Hamflet. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE, and make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. You can hear our raw review; it's available right now. And a bit of a heads up in terms of our review of Halloween Havoc tomorrow is a full day of filming. Everyone at What Culture back in for something very special that's going to be coming your way across all of our channels over the coming weeks. As a result of that, our review of Halloween Havoc will be delayed till Thursday, but then you get that and the Dynamite review on the same day, you lucky bastards. And we'll be previewing Dynamite uh, tomorrow because we're recording that this afternoon. So make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling to get that in your feed whenever it comes out. But for now, this has been the Halloween Havoc NXT 2.0 preview. My thanks to Michael Havlet. Thank you for joining us and we will see you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.